Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show, normally with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. But instead, my second best friend, Aaron Torres, in. And why are you my second best friend? You have to turn your microphone on. Turn your microphone on. Turn your microphone on. Hit on. Tight shirt. Turn Aaron Torres' microphone on. May just have to... Oh, whoa, there whoa, you go. Whoa, whoa. It was on the whole time. There you go. But Alex Teicher has magic buttons here. So, new Fox Sports Radio studio. So, why am I your best friend? Because we're starting the show and already the Mets are winning. Okay. So, you are, you are a, a good luck charm of biblical proportions. I bring... We are already winning. I bring success and luck to your New York Mets. I mean, they, they win all the time, right? All I hear, I see Buck Showalter trending on Twitter every night, so I just assume things are going great. Is that not Is that not? Oh, accurate? yeah, yeah. We're in first place. Yeah, we lead, we lead the NL East by 13 games. Oh, yeah, wow. It's that's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a great year. So that Acuna great, great guy everybody's talking about? He's just no, nothing? No, 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 no. no. I, think, I don't even think he plays anymore. I think he retired. Oh, he yeah. retired. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it happens, guys. You know, guys get enough and they, they want to move on. Out that's kind of how it works. He couldn't get on the Mets. That's why. He just said, I, I just I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> Anymore. I'm out. I'm like 24 years old. Dude, it's good to see you, man. I don't know the last time we worked together. You know, UConn, it, UConn's won another championship since the last time I saw you. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, right I mean, Syracuse was in the tournament, I think, last time we talked. They, they, were, they were in the ACC tournament, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Bayheim was the coach. He still. was the yeah, coach. Everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything was okay. Yeah. But uh, last time, and I, I I didn't think either of us had ever heard of Victor Wembanyama. No. Or would have thought that his path would have crossed with Britney Spears. Did oh not boy. did not have that on my bingo card. I'll be the first person to admit, did not have that out there. A lot of layers to this story. I know you're going to give them all to the audience right now. Like, what a weird story to wake up to, right? Like, you, you know, you, you play, like, the celebrity bingo game. Like, like I, I didn't have uh, Victor Wembanyama and Britney Spears on the same celebrity bingo card, yet here we are, and there's new layers in the last couple hours. They've both spoken. So the floor is yours, Jason. This story, I mean, look, honestly, do we need anything else for the next no. four hours besides no. this? <laughs> I mean, waking up today and going, 
Oh, yeah. So Victor Wembenyama had a run-in with Britney Spears. And it's the story on the planet mm-hmm. right now. It's mm-hmm. insane. Uh, so what has happened? Well, last night at a casino in Las Vegas, Victor Wembenyama was walking in with his entourage to have dinner. Was walking through the floor and was walking to where he's going to go sit down and have dinner. And he's got people around him, like like all number one overall picks in the NBA do. They have an entourage there. And Britney Spears was at dinner with her husband. Britney Spears was lived in Vegas. She had a Vegas residency, all kinds of stuff. Tie shirt, we're going to have to play all Britney Spears songs tonight. That's just a negative. So you know. What do you mean that's a negative? I just mean no. Why not? I just don't want to. Why? That's but literally tears for fears. No, it's not, no, no, no. It works, is it, man. Is it toxic? Would you say this situation is oh, toxic? You got to do that like Berman. Ed TJ, clearly this situation would be toxic. Would be Toxic. Anyway. Okay. Oops. Oops. We're doing this story again, <laughs> TJ. Uh, baby, don't tap me on the shoulder one more time. time. So for some reason, Britney Spears decided I have to go get his autograph. I got to take a picture with him. I got to see him. Runs up to him, you know, kind of worms her way through the security guards, taps him on the shoulder. One of the security guards freaks because someone's gotten right up to Victor Wembanyama by everybody, mm-hmm. taps him on the shoulder. According to TMZ, he backhands Britney, but whoever it was not knowing it was Britney at the time, and there's some differing reports as to what happened. What what seems to be the consensus is that he backhanded Britney, who hit Britney's hand that knocked into her glasses, knocking her glasses off. Uh, very quickly, they realized, oh my God, that was Britney Spears. Yeah. Uh, but you don't knock Britney's glasses off. You don't do it and expect that something's going to happen. Uh, Britney then went back to dinner. And the security guard walked over and apologized, saying, hey, I'm sorry. Uh, this was, you know, you know what's like, you know, having people walk up as, you know, you're in a crowd of people and everything else. And Brittany, by all accounts, is very nice. right? And then charges were filed. She has said that she has not received an apology from Wembenyama security detail. And uh, Wembenyama actually talked about this earlier today, not expecting he would have to. But uh, here's Victor Wembenyama talking about the details that I'm sure Britney's lawyers are listening to very, very, very carefully. What happened last night? Um, so uh, what happened last night is uh, I saw the news, obviously, this, uh, this morning. I woke up to a couple of phone calls and... Uh, uh, so yeah, there was a, there was some, something did happen a little bit when uh, I was walking with the, with some security of the, the team to the to, to some restaurant. We were in a hall. There was a, a lot of people, so people calling me obviously. And there was one person. One person. I tend to agree. Uh, like if me, you but, watch uh, his mannerisms in this audio, security don't stop because he- it's gonna make it's gonna make a, a crowd. So I, I couldn't stop. So that person is calling me, sir, sir, and that person grabbed me from behind. So. Uh, I didn't see. I didn't see what happened because I was walking straight, and we told don't stop. But that person grabbed me from behind, not on my shoulder. She grabbed me from behind, and uh, so I, I just know that the security pushed her away. I don't know with how with how much force though, but uh, security pushed her away, and uh, I didn't I didn't stop for, to look, so I kept walking and uh, enjoyed a nice dinner. <laughs> that, was, that was fun, night, really, guys. Notice what you're not getting in any of that. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry that happened. I'm sorry. That's Britney. That's every. I don't. I don't know who Britney is. Come on, man. Everybody knows who Britney is. Come on, man. Uh, Ozzy, I'm sorry that happened. I'm so sorry that happened. It was very unfortunate. There's no way that that she should have been hit. I. Hey, she has to understand that my people or security are making sure that I'm protected. But boy, I'm really sorry that happened. Didn't get any of that really. Didn't get. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing is I see how it happened. Right. I understand how it happened. And it's just one of those things where I can't put blame on one person or the other because you have Britney Spears who, you know, should know better than if I see somebody I want to go take a picture with and try to run through their security because she's thinking I'm Britney Spears. Of course, I could do this. And all you have to do is have a security guy not see you like what happened. And, oh, I'm, I'm out because I got to protect this guy. This is mm-hmm. this is fight or flight. Someone comes up and taps Victor Wembanyama on the shoulder. I'm like, dude, I see something bad happening and me getting fired because you just let someone yes, walk up a tap exactly. on the shoulder. Yeah. So Brittany, I get it. She's got to know better. I mean, she's got to know better. Now, the security guard, stuff like this has to happen a lot for many athletes across the globe. And how often do you hear about someone's security detail hit somebody who came up for an autograph or something? You don't, right? So I understand it's just one of those things that happen, right? It it it, it was She could have known better, and, and she should have known better, and the security guy should have known better. But how do you not, oh, my God, this is so, we're so sorry. 
We're so sorry. This is the we feel terrible about this. Uh, you know, not that she needs it. Can we pay for your dinner? Can we get you tickets to the game tomorrow night? Anything, right. any it. positive thing that would say, "Hey, let let let's put this in." But instead, Wembenyama, yeah, it's like, "Hey, like there's going to be the biggest legal case in the history of the world." Going, yes, I saw. I didn't know what happened. I was this. I'm I'm, I'm insulating myself from this, dude. It happened. It's one of those things where you apologize. I'm sorry. She would say she was sorry, and okay, and it becomes a thing. But like the whole the whole deal, how it all unfolded, I get why Brittany is tweeting out, "Hey, I still haven't gotten an apology, which I would like to get." Yeah, I think so. I think so, and I think she should say, "I'm sorry for running up because I should know better too." And so it's like mm. the, how this is unfolding. The what happened, I I, I get because I oh. understand exactly how it happened. But the reactions after it's, "Hey guys, just both of you say you're sorry." I mean, I think everybody is okay, and and it's unfortunate that Brittany got however it was. And again, maybe we get video of it, maybe we don't. But what it sounds like now, what has been reported, Brittany's okay. It was unfortunate, and we can move on from that. But now it's like both sides have decided, I don't want to be wrong in this. Like, this is a big deal publicly, and I don't want to be wrong about this. Well, two things. One, you said uh, Brittany probably deals with this all the time. In her statement, she said, this is an exact quote from her statement today. I get swarmed by people all the time. In fact, that night, I was swarmed by a group of at least 20 fans. My security team didn't hit any of them. That's an exact quote from her mm-hmm. statement. So mm-hmm. so it's clear that, um, you know, that, that their behavior is not flying with her. And I do think it's a little, I, I don't know. I don't know how I would have expected Victor Winbanyama to act, Um I don't think there's like like watching and uh, hearing that, but I you know we I'm sure many people watched the video today. There's almost like a nonchalance to it, as if it's any other fan, as if it was Aaron Torres or Jason Smith that walked up and got smacked in the head, and oh you know you know I I didn't really see it and I don't really know what happened. Blah blah. Like literally, this is one of the most famous iconic <laughs> singers in the history of music that this happened to. So that's one. But two, also I would also acknowledge that. We do live in a world where, listen, I, I, I think, you know, I don't know what the right way to say this is, but maybe handle a, a, a swarming, you know, five foot two woman differently than a six foot one man. Um, and that's where I think when Benyama, I, I do feel I do think feel falls a little bit short. I'm not saying he did anything. Uh, I wrong. see what you did there when Benyama falls short. I was seven try- three. I like yeah. that. I see. I, I was seven three to- five two. Yeah, I see what you did. There. I, I wasn't I even trying to do that. that. But yeah. like, no, I, I I I get where I don't think he has to acknowledge that he did anything wrong. But I think to your point, hey, you know, like you know, Brit- Britney's an icon. We didn't want any of this to happen. We wish it didn't happen. And as you said, you know, would love to make amends. She's welcome to come to the game. Would love to get that picture with her that she didn't get. So it's the, <laughs> it's the weird thing where, like, I don't think he did anything wrong. But I think in the aftermath, and again, we talk about this all the time in sports, you have 12, 15 hours knowing that you're going to be asked about this. I would have liked him to see him come up with something a little bit better than this. You know, and this goes into the kind of kid that everybody says he is, right? Not not not, not from a bad part, but is what's one thing that we've said about Wembenyama? When you see him in his interviews, he's older than his years. He's not just a, a starry-eyed 20-year-old kid who was out. You know, he, he, he is very mature in his interview, everything else. And I feel like... That's kind of what we're getting. We're getting the I'm putting on the commercialized. The commercialized. Yes. yes, I'm getting. I'm putting on the image that hey, this is unfortunate that it happened, and I didn't know about it until today. And he's I, talking like, really. It's you, just didn't, you didn't know about it until today. Person. Really, yeah, you didn't know about it until today. Really, you didn't know. I woke up today and I didn't know. Like, did he really go to bed last night? And and his handler said, "Hey, maybe no one's gonna know. I don't think there was video. I'll get it if the hey if, if the casino's got it. I'll get it, man. You may have to fork over some cash, but I got. I'll get the video yes. for you. I mean, just just the whole yeah." Yes, yes. It's okay. What this so? It's so impersonal, and it's it. Nobody's car got wrecked. You know, no, nobody lost a bunch of money. There was there was no. I'm not saying this is a victimless crime because obviously, you know, Brittany got hit, and it was like I said, both sides charges could have could have been there. But now, yeah, but now you have charges, and you have both sides talking really stilted about the other, and it's awkward, and it's it doesn't need to be awkward. Like, what does woman Yama think? Hey, if I say I'm sorry, she's going to sue me. I know. I mean, really, hundred percent, dude. Britney, Britney is worth like you know what, what four hundred million dollars. I mean, come and, on. And I'll also say this too. I think it speaks to. 
I think a lot of our young athletes, and, and, and generally it's a good thing, right? But they get all this media training so young. And what do we always say about all these young athletes? They come in so much better prepared and they know how to say, no, say something without saying anything, right? Well, it's like this is one of those where like probably all that media training that he's gone through over the last four or five years as it's become clear he's going to be a top NBA prospect – probably came back to bite him because there was no real human element to him. And again, to your point, not saying he's a bad guy, not saying he's a bad human, but again, just like the most basic level of not only compassion, but acknowledgement that this is like a weird situation. Like, like it's not just a fan swarmed you. Britney freaking Spears came up and she claims tapped you, whatever. But it's like the, the fact that he's so detached from how big of a thing this is and then again, does it acknowledge that I'm sorry, I could have done de- better, I'm going to talk to my security? It's just a weird deal, especially the way that he answered questions about it today. Yeah, especially when the solution could have been, hey, come play halftime at the game tomorrow. Sure. Right? It's a sellout. You want to, hey, you got to sell out. I mean, I know you sell out in, in Vegas here, but come do a couple of songs at halftime. Why not? I mean, there's so many ways that this could have been solved. Instead, it just gets so weird and so strange. And, and I, I mean, Part of me loves the awkwardness, but I'm like, it's, it's so easy to solve. Yeah. It's so easy. What do you got, Frostberg? You think the expectations were big before this? You just wait for him. To, people are now rooting for him to fail. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's Britney's town. I mean, Vegas is Britney's town. You know, you'll come into my town and do this. You, you don't pull this off. Knock, you rook. You think you could steal from me from Bugsy Siegel? You think you this, little is, rook. this is my town. You're a rookie. I mean, I, I just, I can't get off. When it happened, I was like, oh, that's a shame. And then I'm watching both of them today, and I go, oh, what are they doing? Just what are they doing? Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Threads at The Real Jason S. Yeah, because we're doing that now. UAT, are, are you on Threads yet or no? I'm not. Doesn't mean You're I can't talk about it. Doesn't mean you, we can't talk about we're gonna it. We're going to talk about it. Oh, don't the worry. The night is young, Jason. Threads. He might be on Threads by the time the are show's you gonna get over. Are peer pressured over the next three and a half hours? Well, you, you may, but we're going to get into a con- we're gonna a sports conversation about Threads coming up next. Uh, you're on Twitter at, at what? Big Baller Aaron? Aaron underscore Torres. No a- Big Baller. I dropped the Big Baller. Oh, y- yeah. You're supposed to bring me in one of those t-shirts, and you never brought one in for Pretty me. sure you can get it pretty much for free on Amazon. Yeah, but I was looking forward to getting one for free from you since you know the ball family i thought you're gonna come in and give me a t-shirt i did you know they kind of phased me out hey jason so. here's your t-shirt thanks oh it's 25 dollars. I, I i have to give it to lavar he wouldn't he wouldn't give it to me for free <laughs> i don't know the balls like i used to unfortunately so uh aaron but i think you're doing better than they are so i think that's good not Lamelo. not uh, well yeah, he's doing okay. he, is, he is doing okay but the rest of them i think you're doing i think you're doing okay leangelo it's a different conversation be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. 
Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Steers for fears, bitch. You're lucky the Mets are winning, Ty Shirt. You're really lucky the Mets are winning. Very, very lucky. Four nothing, five nothing Mets lead right now. Better beat the Diamondbacks. In the top of the third inning. You're welcome, Frostburg, but it's still early. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Aaron Torres. With no big baller brand product. In for Mike Harmon today. This hour of the show brought to you by Discover. The end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn. That's right. Everything you earned is doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. So we talked about this a few minutes ago, AT. I mean, clearly, yes, the Mets winning all of a sudden in July. They can't lose. Um, the uh, You are absolutely the good luck charm and uh, 100% are the guy that as long as the Mets continue to win, you're in here every night. Does that sound good? As long as you're in here, every night you're in. I mean, if I if I have the invite, I mean, I'm yeah. your second best friend. Every night. I mean, I th- I thought I'd get an invite sooner, no. but Harmon know. can stay home. If the Mets if the Mets keep winning, Harmon can stay home. Okay. Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. Poor guy. Although I will say this: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The Mets haven't lost since Harmon's not done this show this week. Hmm. Hang on. Hang on. I'm not, I mean, I'm not. Wait a minute. 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 Wait. Frostburg. The Mets have not lost. Since Harmon stopped doing the show, being on vacation. I mean, I might have to sick Webinyama's security on Harmon. I oh, mean, no. I mean, Francisco Alvarez has just hit a two-run homer. The Mets now lead seven nothing in the third inning. And Torres, don't move. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, Harmon might be done. You want to call him? He's he's not going to like that phone Ooh. call from me. He's not going to like that call from me. I'll I mean, have my AI call. Him. I mean, the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Mets are undefeated since Harmon's not doing the show. Send him something. Send him a message on threads. Woo. Maybe he won't get it. Yeah. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, I think, the answer. You know, now it's funny you bring up threads because what's going on the last couple of days, there's no bigger story in sports and outside of it than now the threat to Twitter being this new Twitter, I don't want to say Twitter knockoff, it's a Twitter alternative run by Meta and Mark Zuckerberg, which maybe this is all a big thing to get the pay-per-views for Musk and Zuckerberg <laughs> up in the eye. It could be. Uh, but now, like watching last night, I seeing 2 million people tweeting about threads. Right, The last time I saw 2 million people tweeting about threads, so I've never seen this. Last time was when Kobe scored 60 in his final game. Like that's when Kobe, I'd say, because usually you see something that's got a lot of people talking about it. There's a few hundred thousand tweets. Sometimes you get close to a million. Boy, not it's a really big thing, but over two million. Everybody's talking about threads, social media, the battle now between Twitter and threads. And I like to always say that when there's some kind of dilemma in the world that sports leads the way when other people are kind of afraid to pick up the baton on it. Sports kind of leads the way. And here's a big thing. Here's a huge thing with with uh, but with pop culture and, and look and information how we and how we disseminate it, and it's sports leading the way because this whole threads thing came up and people are jumping to it. Who are the first people jumping? Sports people. Why? Because everybody got sick of the different things happening to Twitter. Number one, when Elon Musk decided to start charging eight dollars to get your blue check mark. Didn't make a lot of people happy. Some people did it. A lot of people didn't. And now this last weekend, when he limited the number of tweets you can see, which as a sports fan, uh, you can't limit my tweets. I'm trying to keep track of a game. I'm trying to keep track of NBA free agency. And you're telling me after I scroll like three times, oh, you're done for the day. What do you mean I'm done for the day? Did Knicks haven't even signed DiVincenzo yet? What do you mean I'm done for the day? No, you're done for the day. And so many people, I think at that point, it was like a cord cutting moment where it was, I can't have this happen. I'm not going to stick around and have more things done to this to this app that is going to hurt me in what I like. And and that's and that's people who work in sports that need to get their message out that like to break news. Sports fans like you and I that follow everybody because we want to see the breaking news and see what people are talking about. Like what's going on with this? What's going on with Damian Lillard and where's where he where he's going to go? What's the latest? What kind of but if you're done, you can't see it. So now suddenly this big exodus and it really happened last night where every third person in my feed is like I'm on I'm going to threads. I'm going to threads. 
Threads. I'm like, okay, so, I got to go to Threads. Were they going to Threads, or were they just making a, an account in case everybody goes to Threads? Uh, I, I, right now, it's probably an account. Yes. And, you know, I'm posting a little bit on there, but I wanted to get on there. And, and the thing is, if you have an Instagram account, you got to go with your, your Instagram ID, mm-hmm. so you can't just come up with something new. But the fact that people are... This is the first time you've seen, hey... Twitter's really in trouble now because you see this is the big alternative that people are jumping to. Now, will it stick around? Will it be something? There's a couple of different ways to go on it because there's so many fascinating parts of conversation we'll have tonight on it. But what I keep coming back to is this. When I think about all the sports people jumping and and it being something where you want to know what's going on as sports fans, if you're just a sports fan, you're trying to follow your team's game because you can't watch it. Like just last night, the top of the ninth inning for the Mets, I would have been hitting my limit in five minutes because mm-hmm. I'm scrolling through because I can't watch the game. And the Mets put first and third with one out. They tie up. They hit They hit a home run to tie the game. And then suddenly a trip. And also I hit my limit then. And nobody wants that. Like fans, I, look, you've given me this site for free and you let me do that. You, you got to let me continue to do it. The more things you don't allow me to do, I'm just going to walk away from it. But the biggest thing that I come away from this is that Elon Musk is obviously trying to figure out a way to make money off of this and trying to figure out whatever. I, I don't know what his end game is because he's a smart guy. And even though $44, million, $44 billion that he paid for, for Twitter is a drop in the bucket to him because he's worth like $260 billion, he doesn't want his name dragged through the mud. He doesn't want, oh, Elon Musk, what, what is he known for? You're the guy that, that ruined Twitter. The one thing that I can say, if I, without knowing his end game, you know, is what Twitter is and what people forget is that it is a news source. It is, it is not a, hey, you and I can keep in touch. There's group text for that. There's Facebook for that. There's Instagram for that. Twitter is a news source. And the minute you start limiting what a news source does, people are going to leave. And they're going to go to something. Well, if I can't get my news here, I'll go here if I can get it. Or if not, screw it. I'll just go to a website and hit refresh a couple of times. And eventually, that story is going to pop up there. Right? Like, eventually, I'm going to get the Wemby Britney story on, on, on Fox or ESPN.com or something. I'm going I'm to get that story somewhere. I want to go to Twitter and get it because that's where everybody's default is. What's happening in the world? What's on Twitter? What are people talking about? Boom. And I can go and, and parse out from there. But eventually, I know I'll be able to find what's happening. And, and that's where I'm going to wind up going. And the fact that it's a, a news gathering source, not just for sports, obviously, politics. Politics is big on it and everything. And yes, Twitter is a Twitter is a really tough place like the Wild West. There's no rules and it's it gets very, very difficult. But it is a news gathering source. And that was that's his biggest mistake is that this is not a we stay in touch type yes. deal. This is this is how people and it's not even aggregating how I grow my brand. This is how news is spread. And you're trying to control that. And that has never worked. Not once. Well, all I can say is I don't think I fully realized how much I use it for news. Like I think we all kind of understand why we're on the app and, and what it's there for. But, Jason, I, I don't know if you know what my normal shift is here on Fox Sports Radio, but it's Saturday nights, this same time slot, 7 to 11. So I'm prepping for my show. And I think I must have been prepping like Jason Smith in <laughs> 1999 at the other network all night because – my prep for last show was go to ESPN.com and, all, and refresh. And oh, by the way, to your point, it was in the busy, I would argue, one of the busiest news cycles of the entire calendar year in sports. It was during NBA free agency. And so literally, I logged in uh, last Saturday. I see what uh, Dame Lillard demands a trade. Remember, that was Saturday about 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern. And then from there, I was in the darkness for the next 12 hours. So Mm -hmm. we got plenty of time to talk about the impact and all that stuff. But I will say, like, as much as I like using it as a place to share my content, my information, you know, my show podcast, whatever, it is at the end of the day still a news source. And I think I don't think I realized how much I use it to gather news until it wasn't available to me. Yeah, that's it's become the first place you go. Mm And then, like, just for, to prep for the show, like, the first, like, what's happening on Twitter, right? What, what, what's happening on Twitter? And, well, the first, and I say, okay, all right, this is, all right, this is happening, this is happening, like, today, okay, boy, Brittany and Wemby, uh, what's go, what happened here? Let me go, let, and then I find the story, and I'm able to get there. Then after that, okay, I get that, that's big. Then I'll go to some of the websites, and I'll find what's out there and what people, because not some, because sometimes you get stories that aren't on Twitter that are big deals for us. Or you, you know, need context for a story. So Adam Schefter breaks a story on a free agent signing, 
And then you know that if it's the New England Patriots, there's two or three guys or girls that you go to to get the context of, okay, this is what it means for the New England Patriots. So I think there's that secondary layer of it, too. It's like you get the news story. Okay, what does this really mean? I don't really know, like, what to think of it. And then you find the columns and the articles and the tweet threads with the context behind, you know, that you get the news and then you get the context behind it somewhere else if you don't have the full, you know, context. Yeah. And then also I need, we, you know, we need stories like, hey, a couple of NFL players are, are pumping up Jordan Love and Sam Howell as quarterbacks. It's, okay, well, that's a big thing for us that people are going to want to hear us talk about and all these different things. But if you take that away, right, say you take Twitter away, that the news site, it is. You're prepping like we used to prep in, you know, in the early 2000s where you would go to a website. What are the what are the six main stories on the side? Find them. OK. Or you would go to one or two of the big sports blogs that would have the crazy stories on it. And you would find those stories. And everybody prepped the same way mm-hmm. because you would get every every show always sounded very similar in content because here were the story you know, in the in the 2000s. Here are the stories, and then here are the three or four crazy stories you get off a blog somewhere, and every show does them, mm-hmm. and every show would do it. You have to find a way to do it uniquely, differently than the others, but they were all the same stories. That's kind of what it was, and that's how everybody prepped, and you would just, you know, I got to go back, and I got to hit refresh, I got to do this, <laughs> and instead now, it's much easier to go, okay, what is this, a developing story, I need something off of here, I got to, and that's everybody's first stop, and when you limit that, you're taking, I mean, that's the number one news aggregate in the world and you've decided i'm i'm gonna make i'm gonna make these decisions on it and you you can see what's happening i mean you see now you have when you have another a completely different app challenging you for superiority and you think people are going to start leaving and you're hemorrhaging money at this hey what are you really doing you know And, and and that that's why it's so hard for me because Elon Musk is a smart guy, right? You don't get to be worth two hundred and sixty billion dollars by just going, yeah, what that guy said. So I, I, I don't know what. Like I'm, I feel like I'm missing something. Like I'm missing some above the rim reason why Twitter is spiraling downward into oblivion. That oh, I'm just not smart enough to figure it out. I, there's got to be something, right? Well, and to take that a step further, I was just thinking about it while you were talking. You were talking about news information gathering. We follow the newsbreakers, all that stuff. If this app really want to just sink Twitter. I mean, imagine if they just paid Adam Schefter and Woj and whoever, hey, just we're not even asking, we're not a competitor to ESPN. We're just a competitor to Twitter. Let's pay you X amount and you only break news. on. I mean, I, w- I would go over there. Like, like you asked me why, you know, have I gone over? I haven't because I'm waiting to see if most of the audience migrates over there. Well, if Adam Schefter goes over, if Jay Glazer, I know, is a regular on this show. Goes over mm-hmm. if whoever Ken Rosenthal, John Morosi, then I then I have to go over. So that is something I hadn't really considered until right now. Like my first thought was, I'm going to wait to see if everybody else goes over. But now it's almost the opposite. It's like it's only going to take two or three that just say, you know what, I'm done with Twitter. I can't be limited. And discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. I mean, I imagine, by the way, there was a couple NBA people that were probably not very happy last Saturday either not being able to get their information out or not as many people seeing it, something to think about. Yeah, no, and, and we'll know tomorrow when, when they have the official announcement and then Glazer and Rosenthal and Schefter are all holding up like briefcases full of cash going, <laughs> welcome to Threads, <laughs> welcome to Threads, come follow me here as I show you everything. Ah, I got to come here. Because that's a great point because that's exactly what it's going to take is, is insiders and newsmakers yeah. saying we're only going here and, and we're not doing it here. Okay. If they just just please spare me the dumb commitment video, like I don't need the Woj. I'm going to Threads video. As long as I don't get that, I'll go to Threads. I, that's not what I need though. Yeah, an hour specials. Well, you know, hey, all the proceeds go to the Boys and Girls Club. I'm taking my talents. Oh God, to Thread. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Well, joining us now on the hotline. For all the big news in the NFL. He is a longtime NFL insider. He is the author of eight books. Only three of them are picture books. He has hot takes on running backs in the Hall of Fame. He is a longtime Hall of Very Good Voter himself. It is Jason Cole. Jay Cole, what's happening, buddy? You know, I feel like Charles Grodin in Ishtar. When you say Hall of Very Good, I just want to scream, it's Hall of Fame! You know, like when when Charles Grodin goes, just, just shoot them, just, just, just shoot them. Right? That is, that's what I feel like. I really do. I'm channeling a very deep Charles Grodin with that bad toupee. And it's not even a Charles Grodin from Midnight Run. It's very understated and very funny in the most dry way. It is Ishtar Charles Grodin, who is just angry because it's not going his way. See, That's I, how it is. I, I wanted to go midnight run because I wanted to say to you, Jason Cole, why are you so unpopular with the Pro Football Hall of Fame? <laughs> That's a long answer, man. That's a long Tim Porter every week. Every week. He's just sitting somewhere in Canton going, shut him up. Shut him up now. Horrigan. Horrigan, I told you, get rid of him. What are you doing, Oregon? <laughs> now, you got a really fun bit on, on Twitter today. And I noticed you're on threads as, as well as with now. Oh, yeah. All on now. Uh, hi, Elon. How yeah, you feeling today? Exactly. Threads. <laughs> what, 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 what are you at? Hall of Very Good at, at what are you at on, on uh, threads? What's your handle? <laughs> Shut up. H-O-V-G. Is that what you are? Shut up. Just ask your stupid question. Oh, I'm feeling great because the Mets have won two in a row. So I can act snarky again. Okay. By the way, the Mets the Mets are baseball's version of the Cowboys. You think you're going to win? It's going to be a disaster. Yeah, I'm just telling you right that right now. But that, the that's Jets, okay. Aren't they more it, the Jets? No, no, because now we have Aaron Rodgers and we're going to win big this year. No, no. I'm talking about the Mets. The that doesn't Mets. matter. No, but I, I think the Jets are more, oh, yeah. more Jets. The Mets, have, yeah. the Mets now have, uh, have Aaron Rodgers, yeah. too. So doesn't matter. We're just putting them on every team. So do the Knicks. That's the Knicks have them too. Yeah, that works. The, yeah. Knicks, was it that Rangers game? He's got to play point guard. He'll be awesome. Yeah, there we go. Now, the story that today that I had you, uh, that had this written all over you, well, besides the our Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian dating, was this Corey Dillon story that he is, <laughs> which is awesome. He is so upset that he might not be getting into the Bengals ring of honor because he did an interview with the Athletics saying that he's really upset that the Bengals are allowing their season ticket holders to vote who gets in their ring of honor. He said it's garbage, and the selection should be done directly by the front office or a special committee. Uh, oh, because part- Mike, Brown, Mike Brown really loves Corey Dillon. I'll tell you that. Ooh, yeah. Part, yeah. Of, part of his interview. That's going to help. 
I'm pretty sure they'll put blanking John Kidna in there before they put me in. Matter of fact, Scott Mitchell will end up in that blanker blanker before I do. How do you put somebody in for popularity and not somebody that has the stats like me? I love that he is so upset about maybe not getting in the Bengals' ring of honor. Because nothing says special in the history of football like the Bengals' ring of honor. Really. like I mean... Who else could be in the Bengals' ring of honor? Is it a full ring? Gonna... Is it like a half a ring? Do they even get the full ring yet? Yeah, they, you get a little Ken Anderson. I mean, this is a team that's never won a Super Bowl, and you care about being in the ring of honor. Now, if you cared about being in the Patriots' ring of honor, I'd respect you. Bengals? Really? That's your idea of achievement? Like, that's what you think is going to set you apart and, you know, pave the streets in gold? Because nothing says success like paving the streets in gold with the Bengals. Well, don't you think he had some sort of clause in his contract that he signed when he's a rookie that said, yes, and if you ever make the Bengals ring of honor, we will give you a $2 million bonus at the end of it. Mike Brown is going, we're never putting him in. It's okay. We're never putting him in. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. He's never getting in. He's like Mr. He's like Smithers. Yeah, he's like... But your big tweet you had that I want to draw attention to is, you know, being a pro football Hall of Fame voter is all Mm -hmm. people that you brought up. You are debating running backs who are not in the Hall of Fame, whether it's Dylan, uh, Frank Gore, Fred Taylor, Marshawn Lynch, uh, Sean Alexander, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whether these guys should get in or should they only get in the Hall of Very Good? Well, since you think you conflate those being the same, then you would put them all in. But I don't, so I have a higher standard. Like this, it's a really interesting group. And Ricky Waters is in there. People, somebody brought up Ricky Waters, who has some pretty good numbers. Now he has some downside to him, um, namely that he played with a bunch of superstars for most of his career. But aside from that, um, look, I think that. I think there's a really tough debate that's going on um, yeah. among among these running backs, like trying to distinguish them, where we put in a lot of guys in the past. And I'm not, you know, look, I have to own that because I'm now a voter. I wasn't a voter at the time when guys like Paul Horning and Jim Taylor went in. But we put in a lot of running backs who you look back at and go, yeah, those those numbers. Don't really measure up, even when you adjust for era. And you just kind of sit there and go, how did that really happen? Because it just happened to be like, oh, he's a Packer, and therefore he has to go in. Because that's what I kind of feel like with Paul Horning, that he went in just because he was a Packer, not because he really produced that much. And if that's the baseline, like a lot of these guys deserve to go in, right? Like Fred Taylor. Deserves to go in, and I and I think there's a good argument for Fred Taylor. Period, because I think he was just an explosive runner, and he was he dominated every time I saw that guy play. Now he was injured a lot, I get that, but he was a really dominant player. And Corey Dillon, despite the fact that it was not said in the most um, eloquent way, he ain't wrong. He's not, you know, he's not wrong about that. He has a pretty solid case for. You know, for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And, you know, we haven't really even gotten into a long discussion about Sean Alexander in that room. And I think he deserves, he deserves a long discussion, too. I mean, look, I'm a big Terrell Davis guy. In part, you know, he had a short career, which was amazing for that four, you know, that four-year time. But he was dominant in the playoffs. I mean, truly, truly dominant at the highest level of the game. And that's what I think makes him better than this group, but only slightly better when you look at the long-term achievements of most of these other guys. Let me, let me just ask you, you just brought up such an interesting point there, Jason. So I know there's certain things you can't share for the, the, you know, credibility and respectability of the hall, but like, how do these conversations happen? Is it just a bunch of guys and girls that love football? Obviously you guys have had to work your whole career to get that vote. I mean, how much can you share about what goes into who actually ultimately uh, ends up in the hall? Well, I can share my opinion, you know, generally, or the opinion of other people who put it out there. And this is, you know, I'm, I'm telling you how I think about this. It's really, really hard when you get to some of these guys and try and figure out who's somewhat better than another 
Now, there are some, again, there are some guys that's just like, okay, this is a no-brainer. You know, sort of like, um, I'm sure, you know, Matt Snell. I'm sure that you think that Matt Snell was a no-brainer, uh, Smith. Yeah. But, there are, or em- Emerson, Emerson Boozer, okay, or the Brickenshaw Ferguson. I mean, like, these are automatics for you. They were all but, very good players. I'm sure you will vote for all of them. They were uh, very good. Yeah, well, except the Jets are not a very good team <laughs> historically. Um, just, just saying that. Um, but Aaron Rodgers is going in as a Jet, just so you know. He's going in as a Jet. <laughs> Imagine if he did just out of spite. He's going to win two or three more Super Bowls. Of course he's going in as a Jet. He's won one with the Packers. He'll win three with the Jets. That's how it's going to work. I don't want to wish you I, a well, I just, I, Yeah, I really like Aaron Rodgers, but this is starting to make me cheer against him. I got to tell you that. <laughs> I Jason's really, keeping him out of the hall, guys. God, I, I just... God, I, I just, like... I really, really, really like Aaron Rodgers. But, man, I hope they go 0-17. God, it's wow. just so great. Imagine if they went 0-17 and he still went in the hall as a Jet. Went 0-17, he retired as a Jet, and he's just like, I'm still well, pissed I, off no. about this Jordan Love stuff. I'm going in as a Jet. J-E-T-S. <laughs> See, well, here's where he would still go in as a Jet. Because if they go 0-17, the Jets are getting Caleb Williams. So I feel okay about that. I'm feeling, all right, it didn't work. Yeah. Roger, we got Caleb Williams. We're all good. Yeah, it's like, although Caleb Williams is not that good. But okay, that's fine. <laughs> I uh, the Jets would end up taking Drake I'm, May anyway, I'm, so. I'm just telling you, Caleb Williams... If he decides he wants to play that way that he's playing right now at USC, Caleb Williams is going to have like 70,000 concussions as a rookie. That dude holds the ball way too long. Like, dude, you got to throw it in this league. Stop stop running around thinking, okay, I can escape everybody. No, you really can't. Not especially when you play against good players. Not the pack ten, not the pack twelve quality stuff. Now I know. So, anyway. now, now I know who Caleb Williams blew off for an interview a few months ago. It was Jason Cole. Oh, I'll be with that guy. Wait till <laughs> that thing comes up. That too, yes. Actually, he, when he put up like eighty thousand points on Stanford in the in uh, September, that was where I really hated him. But um, look, the debate is really. I mean. It's really deep, and it's really educated, and it's really, you know, there's some smart stuff. But at the end of the day, you have to weigh a lot of things, and you gotta fig- you're got to you sort of figuring out how is the room going. Like, do you think this guy's going to make it or not? It's, does that sway your vote or not? Um, are people taking a really strong stand on a guy, and do they truly believe in him? Or are they, you know, making a cursory argument on his behalf? I mean, it's it's not what is said as much as how it's said. And I remember, you know, the debate on Paul Tagliabue before they came up with the Blue Ribbon Committee to make sure that he got in. Did I say that? I didn't say that, did I? Um, um, when, you know, that was a really, really tough debate on Paul Tagliabue. I remember... I went right down to the end trying to decide, am I going to vote for this guy or not? And obviously, Tagliabue doesn't matter to most people because he didn't play and he didn't coach. But to me, he's such he's such a hot potato of a figure in the history of the league in terms of how do you feel about this guy and his contributions to the league, and does he deserve that kind of honor? And that one was the toughest one. That's the single toughest one I've ever had to vote on. Was Paul Tagliabue when when I had when I had to vote on that one, and not when they um, came up with another system to get him in. And then a generation later, it will be the vote on Caleb Williams. Will he vote for him for the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Oh, I'm gonna God, <laughs> oh, God help me! I hope I'm not doing this then. Um, you could be running the Pro Football Hall of Fame by then. Who were you kidding? Yeah, Porter. Porter after all of this, Porter may go. I've had enough. Let this guy do it. Yeah, he thinks it's so easy. Go ahead. Here you go, pal. Yeah. On top of that, you get to run the whole thing, and you got to live in camp. There you go. He's on That's Twitter at Jason Cole sixty two. That is at Jason Cole sixty two. What would happen if Steve Cohen and Jerry Jones were to trade? franchises oh i mean Cohen, oh Cohen no, would no benefit no. greatly but could you imagine that like jerry jones in new york running the mitt 
Well, that Carrasco guy, he's he's got to get a little energy. He's got to get a little juice to him. I, I, I just I got to help him out a little bit. I'm a and you know that Verlander, Verlander, and sh- sh- how do you say that? Sh- sh- Zer, I'll just call him Zer. That's all I'm going to call him. So, uh, uh, electronic communication. I can't just like buzz into the dugout to tell a manager what to do. Like that's 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 frowned upon now in Major League Baseball. I, I, I can't go into the dugout and, and shout plays to the manager. I used to. What just, am I going? I used to just you imagine. Could you imagine <laughs> Jerry Jones and Buck Showalter? together so when i oh my god when i wanted to run oh, a certain god. play i would just zap a buzzer and dave campo and then uh, he would know what i wanted can i do that with show walter <laughs> two buzzes for a run one buzz for a pass throw it to Tio. throw it to terrell throw it to terrell do that do that i mean he i mean literally he's done that i didn't do that he didn't do the buzzing of campo but pretty much everything else all right i'm out because my right. music is over isn't it there you go let's go hey he's also on uh threads at hall of very good it is jason cole j cole thanks a bunch buddy we'll see you later bye <laughs> billy eilish and phineas o'connell they're with us today on crew call i'm your host anthony delisandra billy's vocals it was automatic art you know i had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline are you looking to step up to a 4k smart tv one that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution then we've got good news for you because the vizio 65 inch v-series 4k smart tv is now just 348 with all your favorite apps built in you can stream straight out of the box you can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app looking for a smaller or bigger screen vizio offers unbeatable prices on all v-series 4k smart tvs head to walmart.com today and score the 4k tv you've been waiting for Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.